You're listening to Behind the Box from Electric Angels. I'm Sean Kitchener. Today I'm joined by Sara Alto, whose career is amazing. She was already a star in Finland when she shot to fame in the UK on The X Factor in 2016. And in what was an incredible hashtag journey, she overcame multiple early stints in the bottom two, had a mammoth surge in popularity, and ultimately finished as the runner-up. She then took part in the Eurovision Song Contest in 2018 with the massive banger Monsters and ended Finland's three-year dry spell of failing to get past the semi-finals. She also released a hugely popular bot-packed album Wild Wild Wonderland at around the same time. Since then she's reached the final of Dancing on Ice, released the official single for Pride in London and recently she even opened up her own online school. And on top of all that she's done musicals, she's voiced Anna in the Finnish dubs of Frozen and Frozen 2 and loads loads more. She might just be one of the hardest working people in showbiz. So with me on lockdown just outside London and her on lockdown just outside of Helsinki, I was really excited to chat. I didn't realise you've been writing songs and making music since you were like minus one years old. I mean, you've been doing it for, for so long. <laughs> well, I still have a notebook where I wrote my songs when I was five. So oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> so I, yeah, I have like this recorder, like a cassette player where, where I would just press record and I would I would uh, sing my songs and record them so I still have the cassettes and the recordings and the notebooks and yeah I was five when I started you should make like new studio versions and just release them <laughs> just see how they hold it <laughs> yeah I should well actually that is actually a plan now that I have time you know the corona thing is is, is happening and there's not really that much work so I, I just thought I would go through all my old recordings yeah. and I know let's see what happens <laughs> oh, amazing oh fantastic I completely missed this I don't know if this is a thing that's been out in the world but I completely missed it you were um is, is this right you did a competition a, a few years back that has some sort of connection to Charlotte Church like Charlotte Church was involved or was running it or something is that is that right oh that is right. Where did you find that? <laughs> I don't, I've read it on some like it's it's some TV blog that was it was written around the time that X Factor was on, and I was like, oh my god, how did I miss yeah. this? That's amazing. Yeah, I know. I was a huge Charlotte Church fan when I was like, I think I was fourteen when I saw her performing on TV in Finland, and I was just blown away. I had never heard anything like that. Like a girl my age singing with a big Oprah voice and yeah. I was like oh my god who is she and and I bought all her albums and she was like my number one singer and I went to singing lessons because of her actually oh, wow. so she was a big influence for me and so I was quite um like I, I, I was a fan of hers and I joined some of her like online forums where all the fans were, you know, chatting and Excellent. stuff. And there was this, there was this one side that was really big and active, and they they held a competition, uh, online competition. So people from all around the world were, were sending videos to them singing. So I basically I, I sang some songs, and the jury was really like good. They had some Broadway singers and. Uh, a music critic from Los Angeles Times, like real wow. music people, and and I happened to win that competition. So, oh, <laughs> that was, yeah, so I was fifteen. I was so like, wow, my first international competition. It was really great. Oh, so God. I have a very good memory of, of Charlotte Church, and 
it's actually my dream to meet her one day. I have never met her, oh, but maybe oh, God. You've that out there. We, um, yeah. I was just listening the other day to her album when she went um, down a little bit more pop route and she did like Crazy Chick and Call My Name. I was thinking the other yeah. day, I forgot how it still sounds so fresh now. I know it's been so long, but it still sounds so good very talented yeah it's a great album as well yeah so um you did your first is this right you did the first um you did uh, the finished equivalent of the, the got talent series um was that sort of the first tv sort of thing that you did and and how how was that yeah that was filmed of talent in 2007 so i was uh i was 19 and but it actually it wasn't my first time on tv to be really? honest i was singing uh, actually, 2004, so three years earlier, I tried to get to Eurovision with a girl band. So I oh, was in a girl band. <laughs> and I was singing, uh, I was 16. And that was my first time on TV, but it wasn't my own thing as right. a solo artist. So, so, but it was a good first try and then 2007 I did Simon's Talent and that was like my first time performing as a solo artist and it went really well I came second and it kind of started my whole my solo career yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. I didn't realize as well how many, how many, um, I know you've done a lot of amazing voiceover work for Disney and famously Anna yeah. and Frozen and Frozen 2. Um, I didn't realize how many stage musicals you did around that time. Did you, is that, is that something else that you really enjoy or was that just kind of a sort of a means to an end while you were working on music? Yeah, well, I've always loved musical theatre mm. and when I was on Finland's Good Talent, I, I became uh, like a buckling public singer and, and I got some fame and at the same time I was auditioning for, for for a musical and I was chosen to play a part. It was high school musical on stage. Oh my god. So I've done an Amtran version of that. It. It's such a good show. I played the um Jack Scott, the radio guy in the stage in a oh, really well, bad small town Amdram version of that show. So Oh, but that <laughs> I'm sure that yours is was so much cute better. <laughs> Uh, but but I, I was Kelsey, so I would have been your girlfriend, Excellent. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. So I I played Kelsey, who was this uh, piano playing composer composer girl, and uh, because on on Jingle Scott Talent, I was playing the piano and singing, so it was like a right. perfect match for for the role. So that was a dream come true for me, honestly. Even though after Simon's Good Talent, I was offered a recording deal. So basically, I had to choose if I wanted to do a musical or if I wanted to do a a record, recording, right. an album. And I was like, I I don't know. My heart just said, do the musical. You are not ready yeah, yeah. For, for an album yet. And I really think that was the best decision, really. So... Basically, then after that, I, I spent three years doing high school musical on uh, on stage one, and then we did the the second uh, uh, version of it as, as well, oh, so high school musical on stage two. So it was three years of me doing musicals, and I got so many new friends, and I got into doing voiceovers uh, because of the musical as well. Yeah. So it kind of led me to to write places, which was amazing. And then after high school musical, I got to, uh, I, I got to Wicked, which is my yeah. favorite musical on earth. So, so I kind of, I would never change yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, and then after Wicked, I, I released my first album 
yeah. which, which was blessed with love in 2011. There's nothing quite like the no. camaraderie and like of just a group, like a cast in a musical, is there? Like, there's nothing you've mentioned making friends in all those shows. Yeah, that's the big thing I remember that was, about that. It's just the the community. Oh yeah, it's it's the best thing. You know, I I was bullied at school and I never had that community around me. I was always quite lonely. And I remember when I got to High School Musical, I was like, that was my first like group of friends mm. and I just enjoyed it so much I can't even tell you how much yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it it really changed changed my life and yeah oh amazing <laughs> oh fabulous so um zipping yeah. forward to um you did uh the voice in Finland you finished is, is am I right you finished second on that what what effects did you feel like that had going forward do you feel like that opened up doors so actually just before for the voice I tried to get to Eurovision uh, as a solo artist, yeah. and because I always, I always had that feeling that I, I need to get out of Finland. I want to be an international singer, mm. and uh, and I came second in that Eurovision selection as well. So, Lucky so I place. have this, uh, this, I have this thing coming second every time. So, so then I went to Voice of Finland, which was a new TV show, and I was actually I was asked to to join that uh, show. Oh, they were looking for looking for professional singers or almost professional singers and I probably wouldn't I wouldn't have done it if, if they didn't ask me and I was like well why not what, yeah, yeah. What? there's nothing to lose like of course I should do it and and it was the biggest thing for me uh, at the moment because the voice of Finland was a really big TV show everybody watched it and I kind of knew who I was as an artist already. So I was really able to take advantage of the show. So basically every week I designed an outfit with my designer. So we kind of spent, I actually spent quite a lot of money to make sure that everything looked good. Yeah. And I was the artist that I wanted to be. So, you know, sometimes when you go to these competitions and if you don't know about it, you kind of just do whatever they tell you to right, do sure. or you wear what they tell you to wear. But I kind of knew what I wanted, so I just kind of created my my my, my career in that competition, which was great. So I guess that kind of, that what you mentioned there about knowing who you are as an artist and having a better sense of yourself, I guess um, that must have come in really handy when, say, fast forward to the X Factor a few years later when you were part of that do you feel like you Absolutely. were in a good position for that then because you because you had done those previous things you were like I'm ready <laughs> I'm in oh yes yeah I felt like everything in my past kind of prepared me for X Factor when, when I was in Finland singing I was always singing in English and that that is why I was never signed to a label in Finland so basically I had my own record label oh. and I released all my albums by myself yeah because the, the, the big labels, they told me, oh, Sarah, you have to sing in Finnish. You are a Finnish girl. You, you should not, you know, sing in English and you shouldn't be compared to international singers. We Finnish oh, people, wow. we can never be as good as them. And it, it was like really like, oh, like pushing me down. And I yeah, was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to do it by myself. And I did it. And then when I went to X Factor, it was, it was crazy how Finnish people were like, what is she doing now? She's going to, to X Factor UK. And right. when I actually did well, it kind of changed people's opinions because they were like, wow. oh, you are a Finnish girl. You can never be as good as them. And I was like, it doesn't matter where I come from. I yeah, can yeah. be as good as anybody if I, if, if I just work for it. And, and 
So for me, X Factor was a really big turning point in my career and, and also how Finnish people kind of saw, saw Finnish singers that they can yeah, actually yeah. do something in the world as well. So it was a really interesting journey. Wow, <laughs> trailblazer. That was such a, a great um, series. I mean, I know I, I, I do like Matt, but for, for me personally, you should have won by an absolute landslide. But having said that, there was a sense as the series went on, that series, that your popularity just got bigger and bigger and bigger and people were really, really falling in love with you as that series went on. There must be such a whirlwind to be in the middle of. Did you get a sense of how of how your popularity was growing. Oh my God, that X Factor experience was the craziest thing I've ever done. It's hard to even describe how <laughs> it feels when you are in that bubble and you kind of, well, for me, I moved to the UK when I moved to the, to the X Factor house. So yeah, basically yeah. for me, everything was new, everything. I didn't know anything about London or any like everything was new for me. And then at the same time, I was doing the biggest TV show on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my, like, like it, it was just so crazy. And, and the, the whole Finland was following the, the, my competition. And, and, and it, it was crazy. Like my, my girlfriend, uh, Mary, Uh, was like okay. I need to take care of the Finnish media, and she right. actually got five thousand five thousand emails during X Factor because wow. all the media was just emailing her and asking for interviews, and I was trying to be in the middle of that all and trying to juggle like <laughs> the competition and Finnish media, and it was crazy. And you know, I was in bottom two like three times, yeah, yeah. so. The beginning was really difficult, and I was like, oh, "I want to go back home. I can't do this. I'm so tired. People don't even like me." It was really difficult, and then week by week, people started to get me, and they started to vote for me. Mm. But during the competition, we didn't really know about the results. So after the competition, I actually found out that the last three or four weeks, I was like the person with most votes, yeah, almost. Yeah. Like it, it was crazy. I I had no idea. So, but yeah, it, it was crazy, and I was so happy I got to the end, and I was able to perform at Wembley Arena. It was like it, okay. it was amazing, yeah. and, and singing with Adam Lambert, who is like my number one, <laughs> number yeah, yeah, one yeah. idol. Uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was good. <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing duet on that final. That was so good. Um, I was going to say as well, you mentioned about the results and how you were, you were top towards the end. Did you, you must have seen afterwards as well that there was, you know, the, the, you mentioned the bottom two. I think, was that the year they did the bottom three and then there was a lifeline vote? And it turned out afterwards that if they had just done a bottom two, you would never have been there because you were always, every time you were in the bottom two, you were third from bottom. You were never actually in the bottom I two. Third. So was that like... Yes, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Is that, is that frustrating? to know that or do you think that actually maybe helped your your journey because you had this meteoric rise which was so incredible do you think i, don't, I mean i don't know i don't know <laughs> is that well i i definitely think it was a good thing for me to be in the bottom two bottom three but then i always ended up being in bottom two so like i got to sing three extra songs yeah, and also yeah. people they they kind of got To my side, they were like, "Oh, we need to keep Sarah in the competition." And you know, imagine if I if I had always gone through, it, it's like you 
you know, that wouldn't be a good story. You know, the, the, my, my story was perfect. I'm so happy it went like that. So. Yeah. Well, we would never have got to hear you yeah. sing alive, which was amazing. So that was, it's, it's good that we got that. It was good that we got that. Um, you finished um, second on the night, which I know, which, which was an amazing result. I know every single gay person I know was absolutely livid that you didn't win. But were you happy with that result? Were you like, were you, were you, were you yeah. How, how did you feel about the result? Were you all right yeah. with that? Um, in a way, um, uh, yeah, it was definitely better for me to, to, to become second. Definitely it was better. Of course, at the moment, I was like, oh, if only, like, if I had won, I, I would have shown everybody in Finland that a Finnish girl can win. But in a way, that was only my, my like, uh, my own thing. But at, but at the same time, I knew it was so much better to become second because that gave me freedom to choose what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't tied to this contract. Uh, so it was definitely better and I was really happy, to be honest. Zipping forward a bit then to, to Eurovision, how did it come about the third time? Were you, did they come to you this time? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know, I also tried to get Eurovision just before I came to X Factor. Yeah. That was 2016. And I came second in that one as well. And, and when I, yeah, obviously, <laughs> and when I came second 2016, that was when I when I decided to go to X Factor. So I, I'm so happy I didn't get to Eurovision then because otherwise I would not have done X Factor. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the, the Finnish people who, who were organizing Eurovision, they knew how much I wanted to do it because I had already tried so many times. So after X Factor, they approached me and they were like, would you just want to do it for Finland? You No need to do any competitions or anything, yeah. you would just, you know, do th- three songs and Finnish people would, would vote for, for the winning song. And I was like, well, of course I had to think about it. And, um, but in a way it was easy for me. It, it had always been my dream to do Eurovision. Mm. So, yeah. And those yeah. three songs were all really, really strong. Did you have a favourite between those mm. three or were you, did you mind <laughs> which one got picked? Um, secretly, I did hope that monsters would win and it did so yeah i was i was happy i was really happy about it but i do love all the songs and i still perform them at my gigs all the time yeah 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 Yeah, amazing were they Um, songs that were um this is kind of the lead up to the world world wonderland album coming out were those songs written specifically for eurovision or were those songs that you kind of had you've been working on anyway for the album monsters and domino were both written for eurovision but Oh, do I remember correctly? Or maybe, no, yeah, 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 they were. But Queens, that was my third song, was actually one of the first songs I wrote after X Factor. So I didn't even know about Eurovision at that time. So, and actually when, when, when we decided the songs, the three songs for Eurovision, um, I had a list of 30 songs, I would say. And then I had my team around me and we were all listening to all these 30 songs and trying to decide which were the best three for for for, for Eurovision. Yeah. So that's how it went, yeah. Oh, amazing. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll come back to the album in a minute because it's so, so good. But firstly, just, just carrying on with Eurovision, how was the preparation for that in terms of, like, it was such an amazing spectacle with the... You were turning round, there was the backwards fall, there was all the pyrotechnics. Was That, that must have been quite fun to... <laughs> to put together that staging yeah it was fun and i i really wanted my eurovision performance uh to be crazy and over the top and something that i did on x factor as well 
something big and crazy because you don't really have those chances to perform on a big stage mm. like that. So often it's quite rare, you know, to be in, in a stadium like that. And I was like, it needs to be big for me. I just really want to do it in a big way. And um, Brian Speedman was my creative director. Yeah. And he was also the creative director of X Factor when I did it. So mm. he's amazing. He's worked with Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. And, and I was so so happy and proud that he wanted to do my Eurovision performance as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I was really pleased with it, yeah. Yeah, it was, oh yeah, it was, it was brilliant. And how was the week of the contest? Because it's easy for us to forget in the UK because we get a pass straight to the final. But obviously you had to go through the semis and then you had the final. Mm-hmm. Was that, Were you able to enjoy it or was it just like, ah! <laughs> how was that? <laughs> the whole preparation for Eurovision actually lasted for nine months. Wow. So it was a really long period of time and I was absolutely like so tired yeah, when I, I when I flew to Lisbon and I was like oh my god and everybody had been warning me about uh, the Eurovision week so they were like it's gonna be so tough in Lisbon you, you're gonna be just working for two weeks and and when I got to Lisbon I was like uh, this is a holiday what there's nothing happening like, <laughs> right. for me like com- com- compared to what I had experienced on X Factor, oh, it course, was yeah. like <laughs> a holiday because X Factor was like so, it was tough. That was the toughest thing ever. Yeah. And then also pre- pre- preparing for Eurovision had been so tough for me because we actually, you know, I was promoting myself in Finland and in the UK and in some other Eurovision countries. So I was traveling a lot and it was really hard, hard work. So when I got to Lisbon, I was like, I'm in a hotel and I'm just relaxing and waiting for my turn which was like once a day so i didn't really understand why people were warning me about (laughs) about (laughs) the eurovision week i was just enjoying it Um, and uh, and after sort of trying to get to eurovision a few times how how was the night itself like did it live up to what you you were hoping Mm. um so first of all like you said finland has to go get to the final Mm. with public vote so for me the semi-final was like <laughs> the most uh, nerve-wracking moment because Finland never gets to the final right. nobody votes for us <laughs> so I was like I really want to get to the final and and I got there which was the the victory for me that was yeah, yeah. that was that that was enough for me I was like if I get to the finals that that's fine so I would say both of the performances were went really well and I really enjoyed them and but do you want to hear a secret? Oh, definitely always. <laughs> <laughs> so just just before my semi-final performance something awful happened. Awful. Oh, yeah. So we are wait yeah, I'm waiting for my turn just before the semi-final performance and me and the dancers we are waiting for our turn. There's one more song before us. And because I'm going upside down in the performance, I I had a belt uh, on my dress, okay. and and I'm I am attached to this circle that goes around uh, through the belt. So the belt is really important in my outfit. Yeah. And and after the upside down thing, my dancer comes to me and opens the, the belt, which is on my waist. Yeah. So just before we go on stage, we need to test that the belt is working. And just before the semi-final performance, the belt doesn't work. Oh it doesn't God. open. It, <laughs> it does not open. And, and we are panicking. It's like three minutes and we have to be on stage. 
and it doesn't open. And the whole crew, they come to me and everybody's panicking, like, what do we do? Do we need, like, do I need to just cancel the whole upside down thing? Maybe I just improvise the beginning or do we take the risk and I, and I go upside down, but then I will be attached to this prop for the rest of the show and I, I can't dance and do anything. And it, it was, it was awful. I can't, oh, nice. I can't describe that feeling. And then my, my, my fiance, Mary, comes to check the belt. And for some reason, she realizes that it's upside down. The whole belt is upside down for some reason. So you need to open it in a different way. And she is teaching my dancer how to open it in the right way. Okay. And, 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 the, and the crew is bringing us bananas. And they're like, hey, use this banana and oil the belt. Maybe it's just stuck and you need some oil. So use this banana. And we're like, what, what the, mm, like, we have a banana here. It, it was like the craziest moment. And my delegation member was like crying in the corner because she thought my performance would be ruined. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like, it was awful. And then my, my fiance, Mary, she was the savior. She was so calm and she was like, okay, I got it. The belt is upside down. And then... Just imagine that poor dancer when the performance is starting. He is just waiting for me to go upside down, and he is basically praying, yeah. "Please, belt, open, <laughs> open, open. Let me open the belt in the right way." Oh, and then wow. he does it, and 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 you can actually see it if you watch the performance, the semi-final one. When I start walking. Uh, from the prop, you see how we all smile like crazy because we oh. are so relieved that Did I was it? able to get out of the belt. Yeah. So, to be honest, that was the most horrible feeling uh, ever. I've never experienced anything like that before a performance. So, when I had that happen before the show, the show itself was like, oh my God, we did it. Yeah, I was yeah. so relieved, so happy. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Um, that was such a classic year. There was there was you guys. I think that was was that the Fuego year. Was that the year we had Suri? Was there like that was that must have been quite a fun year to do. Was there quite a lot of camaraderie between the contestants, or were you kind of you must have had quite a big group just for your own team. So was everyone kind of separate? Like what's it what, what, what's it like basically <laughs> between everybody? We are all like all the contestants are living in different hotels. Yeah. So in my hotel there was only. Uh, um, Fuego <laughs> and uh, so Cyprus and Sweden uh, they were in my hotel and everybody else were somewhere else so you kind of didn't have time yeah, yeah. To, to get to know people which was uh, a shame so basically I was I was mainly hanging out with Eleni from Cyprus yeah, yeah. and she was amazing and she came second she took my second place god damn it <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah but, but but she she knew me from X Factor and we got along really well she was so nice uh, but in a way I kind of would have wanted to get to know people a bit more so but everybody had their own rehearsal time, so it was quite separate, yeah, which, yeah. which was a shame, yeah. Obviously, alongside all of that, your your album, Well, Well, Wonderland, was in the process of coming out. It's just top to bottom, just so good. There's so many great songs on there. I was looking at it earlier as well. I've got Sirens, My Touch, Half a Heart, Dance. Mm. There's so much on there. What was it like putting that <laughs> album together? That must have been a bit like a dream come true, making that album, I, I would imagine. <laughs> Not to put the words in your mouth, but that must have been like such a good <laughs> I started working on the album just after X Factor and I was writing with different writers in the UK and also with writers in Finland and Sweden 
And I had like maybe 40 songs, so I quite many, wow. uh, many songs. And when we started listening to the songs, it was quite easy to choose the ones for Wild Wild Wonderland. Yeah. Because I wanted that album to be fun and colorful and bubbly. And all the songs in the album are just perfect for it. So I, it, it, was, a, it was an easy decision to make. But I did love all the songs that were left out, and I still have them. And I'm like, they are going to be probably in the next album. So oh, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it just has to be a different kind of theme. But for a while, what Wonderland, right. I just wanted to wanted it to be very Eurovision like and fun and happy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. I, I just wanted to very quickly ask about um, my touch specifically because obviously that's a Xenomania track. I've made so many songs like the, with, mm. with Girls Aloud and Sugar Babes and all these amazing mm. eyes. Uh, from what, for everyone that I speak to that's been involved with their songs, there's, they all have a different story about how <laughs> how they put their songs together. So uh, what, what was it like putting My Touch together? Was that quite, I don't know, what was it like? <laughs> <laughs> so um, maybe you know that Brian has a very specific way of writing songs. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that, but... So basically, I would um, I would go through some audio files with with some music backgrounds, and I would choose the ones that I like. So for my touch, there was this kind of background music, and I was like, mm, I like this I like this music. So we chose that, and then we start to improvise on top of the track, basically. Mm. So in the track, there is only the basic like instruments playing but it was the the one that we used for my touch so you kind of had the vibe and then then we started improvising on top of the track and when we improvised we also improvised lyrics and it was it was a new way for me to write i had never written like that so but i i I thought it was really fun to improvise and just like have fun with the track and then we record everything so we record the improvisations and and then we listen we listen back to those improvisations and then we when we kind of see like oh there is a good good melody that you sang there oh there is a good piece of lyrics that yeah, you yeah. sang okay let's use those so we kind of make it's like a puzzle that we kind of create mm. from different sections that we we sang and recorded so it was definitely something new, but I, I did like it. It was more fun than trying to, like, oh, let's think about lyrics. Oh, let's right, think about yeah. melody. It, it was more spontaneous, and I really loved my touch. It, I, I really love it. And it was actually first, it was uh, meant to be my first single. Oh, yeah. But then Eurovision came, and then we kind of changed the plan. Uh, but my touch was done way before Eurovision so we really loved the song and we were like oh it needs to be the first single but then Monsters came and Eurovision came yeah yeah <laughs> everything worked out oh amazing mm. um, you, yeah. you got to um, take the album on the road it was uh, I saw a gig at the um, I can't remember what it's called now the, there's a little venue in London I think it's close now actually which is sad but anyway so oh, it's, Borderline yes that's the one yeah 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 um, uh, that, that must have been quite fun taking those songs on the road and seeing how much people love them yes Absolutely. It was a really fun tour. 
Uh, people were really excited about the album and, and so many people came to watch the shows and mm. they knew all the lyrics and oh. people actually traveled from all around the world. And I just I just love gigs in the UK. People are so loud. Like <laughs> I'm so used to like 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 Finnish Finnish gigs are quite um Finnish people are so shy. They don't really start shouting in the beginning of the concert. <laughs> they might not even shout anything in the end. Right, so right. so in the UK Okay, you know, I feel like the biggest star when I come on stage and people start to scream from the yeah, beginning. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, I love the vibe in the UK. It's amazing. So I really enjoyed enjoyed the tour so much. Yeah, it was a, it was a great atmosphere at that show. Um, I'll, I'll just, just very, very quickly, just very quickly on Dancing on Ice. You skated whilst singing. <gasps> oh, it was actually very natural. I loved it. it I, I felt like oh, now I'm doing something that I actually can do, you yeah, know, yeah. when I was singing. I was like, uh, for me, singing while doing something is is quite easy. And I've, I don't know, like on X Factor, you know, I was doing all these tricks and, and Eurovision as well. So for me, dancing and I was like, it is just natural for me right. to sing. And, but, but they didn't expect me to do that. So in the rehearsals, uh, I was not I was not supposed to sing uh, live, uh, but I just started to sing in the rehearsals. And the, when the coaches saw that, they were like, "You have to do that on TV. You have to sing live on TV." And so it kind of happened quite accidentally, but it, it was it was really good, and I really enjoyed it. And I was happy to be the first one ever to do that. Yeah, yeah, that was excellent. I, I can't even I can't skate or sing, so the fact you can do both at the same time is 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 brilliant. Aww. Just just um, finally, you've been an incredible member of the um, LGBTQ plus community. Dance like nobody's watching was the Pride single last year. Um, we said yeah. we'd um, donate to a charity to say thank you, and I know you've um, picked out mermaids. It's been so amazing to. Yeah see you be such a visible queer role model so i came out i think it was 2015 and when i came out with my wife we got married actually a month yeah. ago congratulations so, so <laughs> thank you so for me it has always been very important to be honest with my audience um so I I need to be who I am. I can't fake it. I don't want to fake it. Yeah. I think there's too much faking in this world anyway and people who pretend to be something that they're not. And I'm like, I don't want to do that because it doesn't make me happy and I can't help people if I'm not who I am. Right, yeah, yeah. And for me, the main thing is to help people and I, I have to be myself in order to do that. So... It was it was mainly a question for my wife in the beginning if she wants to come out publicly because she was not famous when we came out and and she was like okay if I can help even one person I'll I'll do it with you Zara and it's been amazing we have seen so many many people that we have been able to to help uh, with our experience uh, ex- example I mean and I just think we need more love in this world anyway yeah, yeah. it's like we need love we need to accept that people are loving and we are able to love whoever we want so for me it's always like number one thing to to share love <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I'm very 
very happy and proud to 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 be openly gay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Just finally, then, when I know we're in the middle of a very strange time at the moment, but what um, what's next for you? What what do you want to do next? Have you got little bits on the go? Yeah, so basically, I was supposed to be in a musical again after all these years oh, this spring in We Will Rock We Will Rock You, oh. um, which is amazing. Queen music, oh God, it was cancelled of yeah. course because of this situation so suddenly i just had free time in my calendar and i was like oh I'm, I'm i'm stuck in finland all the borders are closed i'm in lockdown what do i do yeah so i actually had this idea um i've always wanted to build a school like <laughs> a school because i want to help people i want to somehow i i, I want to be able to share my knowledge and my experiences to people so I had time to build a school, so I oh, built really? an online school. Yeah, called NoFearSchool dot com. Um, so my first course <laughs> in the school is my singing masterclass. Oh, so yeah. if you want to know how I learned to sing, and uh, if you want to learn from me, yeah, that's that's the course for you. My masterclass will be there for forever. So whenever you want to learn how to sing, go there. NoFearSchool dot com. So I'm actually really happy about it, and I. I want to expand the school in the future as well. Hopefully, in like in real life things, like do workshops yeah. and and Mary, my wife, also wants to have her courses there about self development and it, it, it will be interesting. And I I've, I've always wanted to to do something else, um, you know, outside music as well. Yeah. Uh, music is a perfect way to help people. There's also other ways which I want to use and my school is the first first step for that as well. So yeah, that's what I've been doing in my in my lockdown. Oh, amazing. That's very <laughs> productive. That's very impressive. <laughs> it is. It is. But I am releasing new music this summer definitely. I have so many good songs in my pockets and I have to I have to share them with oh, with the world. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Amazing. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, as I said, we'll donate um to to mermaids as a thank you. Thank you for picking that charity as well. That's amazing. And um yeah, thank you for speaking to me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks. Stay healthy. You too. Take care. What a hero. A £50 donation to Mermaids has been made as a thank you to Sarah for giving up her time. You can find her singing masterclass at nofearschool.com and all her incredible music is available to stream. For more pop music goodness, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore electric angels and I'm at Sean Kitchener. That's Sean spelled S-H-A-U-N. Thanks so much for listening.